0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com.
1: That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. All the bowl games are over except the one that matters, the national championship. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a man who credits Mike Mayock for being This NFL draft obsessed. And with me as always is AJ in eighteen playoff is dumb Marcese.
1: I don't I don't feel like that at all.
0: Well, I mean all the teams behind the top four were losing. So you should feel that way. I don't care. Today we'll look at some major draft prospects who've elected to return to school, new NFL draft declarations, some new senior bowl info, and we'll take a look at the college football national championship game. Let's hit it.
1: Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving down to Nashville maybe. Looking for a Ed or Bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day. Draft Matt Gay on the second day. Just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song.
0: Bull season is here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be the guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends sit around watching the game. Not this year when there are a record 41 bowl games, only one left to bet on, including the national championship on January 7th. That's just a couple days away. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for daily action by signing up at my today. They pay fast when you win, ownership really cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props, zany even. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on, and if you want to make money during bowl season, you gotta go to my bookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out for yourself. Join now, and MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll for bowl season. Use promo code HEAVEN25 when you deposit to activate the offer. That's promo code HEAVEN25. At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Okay, AJ, before, before we get into it all, let's talk Oakland Raiders Higher NFL Network. NFL draft analyst Mike Mayock as GM. I'm sad. Initial takeaway.
1: I'm sad. Yeah, me too. Uh, a, for multiple reasons. Cause a, I, I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss him dearly, Rob. He was a major part of my childhood. <laughs> I laughed, but I'm serious. It means a lot to me. I will miss seeing his face. M- Mike luckily, Mayock- he'll, he'll, sir- luckily, he'll still be at the Senior Bowl, so that that's cool. Will he be? I don't know. He's working for the Raiders. Yeah, I know, but he won't be on TV. Maybe, uh, I bet they'll
0: get they'll get an interview with him. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, gonna be sad. Mike Mayock was, yeah, both
1: of our childhoods really. Secondly, uh, I hate the landing spot <laughs> so much. Yeah, it's weird because uh, John Gruden ruined Reggie McKenzie. So I don't know what he's gonna do with Mike Mayock.
0: Yeah, I, and the people are saying that obviously Gruden had a huge part in the personnel decisions like, the, this past off season and mm-hmm. this season. Um, and you'd think they'd hire a GM who is less involved in that and more involved in salary cap and, like, the other parts of being a GM. Yeah. Whereas Mike Mayock is only a, trap guy. A, a personnel guy yeah, and not anything with those other things. He's going to have to hire really smart people around him, kind of like John Lynch ha- had to with the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, even,
1: like, the the John Lynch type – would probably have been a better fit with Gruden.
0: Yeah, I I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. Uh no,
1: it'll be very interesting. Um I mean I, I I hope Mike Mayock does a good job. I love Mike Mayock. That's like I, I've I've always thought it'd be super cool to see him as a GM, but I hate the fit. Like I, I Maybe they're my last choice. I know like, you interviewed with Washington and that's probably my second last choice. <laughs> last year he did. Yeah. Uh so like those are like the two worst franchises and, for him to
0: land in. So. And, and if it doesn't work out, I I hope somehow he comes back to NFL Network because I'll always miss him.
1: I think he would. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he?
0: I, I don't know. It depends how, what direction NFL Network goes with their NFL draft analyst analysts now. Like Daniel Jeremiah is obviously going to take on an even bigger role because he's... He's a new face of the franchise. He's yeah. arguably the best in the business. Like Mike Mayock is more of like the grandfather of it all. Mm-hmm. But DJ's the young stud. Uh... And obviously they have Lance Z and Bucky Brooks. Um, and you know, Maurice Jones Drew likes coming in rank running backs from time <laughs> yeah. to time.
1: Uh, Steve Smith likes ranking some wide receivers. Like I like know. Steve Smith on it. He was, no, he was Steve good. Smith's fun at least. MJD doesn't know what's going on. Uh, so
0: I, I wonder if uh, the they'll just because DJ and Bucky are so good together, if they'll even bump up Bucky's screen time. I hope so.
1: Yeah, because la- last year... The it felt like he was kind of, like, less on it. Yeah, because it was all Mayock. So, same as Charles did. Davis.
0: Yeah, well... Uh, I like Charles a lot. Charles should be doing, like, prime-time NFL games in the booth. He is so talented. That's true.
1: Charles? Like, but that that dude's working 365, man. And, like, good at He's everything. He's a
0: utility player.
1: Yeah, and very good at it all. Um, I will make one guarantee, Rob, and that's Mike Mayock will be fired before John Gruden is. Yes. Which sucks
0: he'll retire as a Super Bowl champ. Um, You never know. But yeah, so sad but interesting. Could be really fun to track Mike Mayock as an NFL GM with the... Imagine Mayock fires Gruden like next week. (laughs) Yeah, Mark Davis gives him all the
1: power. That would be impressive.
0: (laughs) Okay, on to the NFL draft, 2019 NFL draft talk. A handful of returning players have announced they'll be back for the 2019 season. Starting with a trio of Oregon players, following quarterback Justin Herbert back to Eugene, all three being interior offensive linemen. Starting with center Jake Hansen, um, right guard Calvin Throck Morton, and left guard Shane Lemieux.
1: It makes me happy that like between these three and Justin Herbert, they all have really good hockey names. You're not wrong. Well, Shane Lemieux's pretty it.
0: Throckmorton's yeah. like a third-line defenseman, defensive defenseman.
1: Yeah, yeah, good old grinder. Jake Hanson.
0: Jake Hanson's a goal scorer.
1: I, I Herbert's my goal scorer. Hanson's my uh, setup man. No, no, no. He's he's my uh, he's my grinder. Oh, jeez. Uh, anyways, grinders. Grinders.
0: Um, Oregon might have the best offensive line in the country now. Returning. With uh, those three, their freshman left tackle I forget his name, but he's a monster mm-hmm. uh, And the right tackle's back It'll be pretty damn interesting to see that uh, Hanson would have been, I think a, Probably a, a early day three pick With potential to start at center By year two I was higher on Throckmorton than a lot of people And I thought he had yeah, the start, starting guard ability and I have I haven't seen tape on them so I can't really comment.
1: Oregon's been low key an um, offensive line factory the last decade or so.
0: Yeah, they they've. Uh, I mean, Horonus Grasu.
1: Exactly, that was one that was coming to my mind first.
0: Ky- Kyle Long's obviously the yeah,
1: the biggest uh, one. But um, um, thing last year, our boy blanking on his name, Terrell Crosby. Crosby, another hockey name. He should go back now.
0: It helps that uh, their head coach is arguably the best offensive line coach in the country too. Mm-hmm. Currently, um, but yeah, no, it'll be it'll be fun. Obviously, they, they lose Dylan Mitchell. More on that in a bit, but returning mm-hmm. that a whole offensive line with a potential franchise QB, they just need to get some weapons at receiver. And Oregon is going to be one of the best teams in the country next year. I hope. We, we um, always hope. Good news for the University of Tennessee, who doesn't have as much talent as fans probably think. Uh, they return Edge Rusher Darrell Taylor. Um, Taylor had some hype early in the year, entering the year. He, uh, up and down year, but mm-hmm. wouldn't have surprised me to see him turn pro. Um,
1: Let me get to my notes on him. If Oh, I spelled his name wrong in my notes. Classic. Durrell is a hard name to spell. How did I spell it? You spell Henderson spelled the same, right? Yeah.
0: Well, his last name is not Henderson, so. No, no,
1: but Henderson spelled the same as Taylor.
0: How did I? We'll never get there because I'm,
1: I'm stupid.
0: <laughs> How would you spell it? I don't know. I had I was looking at the the grade I had on him earlier. Now I can't find it.
1: Did you move it or something? Oh, yeah, because he returned to school.
0: Gosh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm looking at my 2019. No, it's not my 2020. 2020 okay. 2020,
1: man. Come on.
0: I spelt it right. Uh, yeah, tra- tra- like yeah. Six, six five two fifty five long, athletic, explosive edge rusher uses his hands pretty well, but uh, had a lot to work on, especially in the run game. He could be a guy who, especially now that he'll be senior bowl eligible. Um. He'll be he'll kind of be the prime name to watch at Tennessee next year, I would think, from a I, draft perspective.
1: I don't like that you kind of revealed to all the listeners that you don't know all this stuff off the top of your head. You need to open your notes. So.
0: Uh, yeah, on a guy who, who was k- going to be like a day three pick, <laughs> you waste and return to school. Okay.
1: Kind of Anywho, uh,
0: <laughs> like Oregon, Miami had three a trio of players who all play next to each other. all will return um, at linebacker. It's, i think it's cool cuz these three came in together have started every game together mm-hmm. uh, Shaq Quarterman Michael Pinkney and Zach McLeod. Uh, I, I i think Quarterman's like the big name of the group cuz there's like there's a there lot of hype for so a long time overhyped yes. but he he's more of a classic old school thumper 6 foot 240 uh, really consistent tackler lacks some athleticism makes sense for him to go back to school because i don't think he would have been anything more than like a midday three pick probably Mm -hmm. but um if he can go back and flash a little more athleticism i don't know i have a preston brown comp on him is that good or bad i'm not sure
1: it's fine like he's okay
0: um pinckney I, i found there was a little more athletic upside but he wasn't as refined yeah like Instincts and mm-hmm. um, tackling weren't as clean, and I have not watched anything on Zach McLeod. He's kind of like the third guy, but uh, hey, Manny Diaz returns. So th- so do all the boys.
1: Yep, that's so the way she goes. Um,
0: and big big get back from Michigan. Mm-hmm.
1: Cornerback Levert Hill. Would have really loved to have both him and Long coming back, but hey.
0: I'm not uh, again. I'm surprised it wasn't the other way that David Long. Yeah. If if I were to have to guess, I would have said David Long returns and LeVert Hill goes pro. I actually agree with that, yeah. I just I think LeVert Hill's got a higher ceiling, mm-hmm. I guess. Um and he he had some first round height. Not the biggest guy in the world, but pre- despite his size, I found he's pretty good he, in press man.
1: Yeah, he he plays bigger than he is.
0: Yeah. Uh good hips, good feet, fairly athletic, good ball skills. Um he can be a first round pick with a, a big senior year at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Him and also returning to school's Virginia corner Bryce Hall, who I think could have potentially been a first-round pick if he came out this year. Mm-hmm. More likely would have been like a early to mid-second-round pick. But I thought Bryce Hall was one of the three best press man corners in this draft class. So seeing him return really surprised me. His footwork is awesome. Really aggressive at the line of scrimmage. Has really good ball skills too. Um Hill, I think he'll be like the favorite to be a he'll probably be most people's number 1 corners entering the 2020 draft. Is it going to be Hall versus Hill versus Levante Taylor? <laughs> if he gets back to his grind, um I can't speak on that cuz I don't know. I don't know much about these sophomore corners. Mm-hmm. But Florida's got a good one. I know that, CJ Henderson. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that's everyone who is returning this as of this week. Um interesting more guys <laughs> what? more guys are declaring than I expected like I agree man I agree. a lot of guys I thought would go back are now declaring mm-hmm uh, I don't know I guess you get paid even if you're going drafted so kudos to them there's a ton we'll get to them now of guys who've declared for the 2019 NFL draft we will start off at the top actually first apparently Dwayne Haskins is going to declare it just hasn't happened yet.
1: Okay. Um, not surprising. That one's not surprising yeah, at all. Yeah, no, no, no. You but, can't pass I mean, up that, that payday. That's no. for sure.
0: Uh, the the big quarterback this week declared, Duke quarterback Daniel Jones, who is apparently Senior Bowl eligible, so hopefully he, he fills gets, that last quarterback spot at the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. But and hasn't. there might be
1: one opening up if McSorley's injured. But.
0: but no one knows if that's even true now that he came back into
1: the game. It year. seemed fake, right? He He was moving pretty well. I mean –
0: Apparently, someone came into the press box and told that to the press box, though. Like, someone associated with Penn State. It's like, he did yeah, not return to they, the game because he broke his foot.
1: Yeah, they reported it. But is it just, like, trying to add to the mythos of Trace McSorley?
0: I don't know. If you saw him hyping up that sideline, you'd give him that Baker Mayfield comp, wouldn't you?
1: It's, like, between Big Ben and Baker Mayfield. The faking injuries of Big Ben. <laughs> and the size and the height. Sorry, Dwayne oh, Haskins
0: is apparently Big Ben.
1: Yeah, of course. They're They're the same passer, so...
0: They're built the same, and that's it. That's all. That's about it. That's about it. They're not even built the same. Ben Roethlisberger's like two or three inches
1: taller than Dwayne Harrison. Oh Hersky's. my God, we get it. You love it's Big like Ben. Thirty pounds heavier. I love them both. I know, but you know what I mean. If any quarterbacks even remotely like that, it's Ben Roethlisberger.
0: Like kind of thick. If yeah, yeah, if you're kind of thick and like, I, I think that's it. Actually,
1: to be you're, you're the leftwich or Big Ben,
0: there is a quarterback every single year that gets comped to
1: Big Ben, no matter was- what. Who was the last year? Um, there was someone, but now I can't think of it. Well, did Chase Liddon oh, get a Allen, little? Josh
0: Allen, obviously. Oh, yeah,
1: Josh Allen, he did. He was like Big Ben and, and Cam. Yeah. I think Chase Liddon got a little Big Ben for absolutely zero reason. <laughs> Jeez, I think I, I swear I remember someone saying that. Anyways, Daniel <laughs> Jones, big bowl game.
0: I'm pretty sure you can go through every draft class and find a guy who got cut. Like, Tom Savage was one of those guys. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm like, I swear to God, it's every draft class, there's at least one guy who gets comp to Big Ben.
1: Usually a smaller school guy, just like
0: Ben, you know what I mean? I don't know, Cam Newton was comped to Big Ben. Yep, yeah, that one's a little
1: more realistic. Kind yeah, if, if Big Ben was <laughs> an elite athlete. If he could move, yeah. They're yeah. talking about the first year, 15-0 to Big Ben, I think. I don't know.
0: Uh, it's not even just about the mobility. It's like, literally all you have to do is kind of have a big arm and be big. And be big. And also also you don't even have to have a big arm because if you're big, they just assume you have a big arm. That's also true.
1: Alright, ba- Daniel, Daniel Jones Speaking has declared
0: of big Games. Who is game. my quarterback two after Dwayne Haskins currently. Um he lit up Temple in the bowl game. Good way to end mm-hmm. his career duke. Really great pre snap guy. I think cerebrally that like that's gonna be his biggest thing. Uh good decision maker. He's also I think has the cleanest mechanics of the class. Um, yeah. He kind of screams more of a second-round type quarterback that you, you take and develop. But because of this quarterback class, I, I expect him to be a first-round pick probably. I Probably. like Just because I think Drew Locke is going to go in the first round because of how should, the NFL he is. Should, he shouldn't.
1: No, but
0: I think John Elway is going to take him.
1: <laughs> probably will guy, we've been saying this for months and months though
0: Haskins is going to go to the Giants or the Jaguars in, in the top 10 and then think, yeah the yeah. Broncos will take Drew Locke and then someone will be like we need a quarterback and who, like, who are you taking other than Daniel Jones at this point because like, it's me be I... Brett Rippins is the classic day 2 guy Same. Yeah. Will Greer will go day 2 even though he shouldn't yeah Kyler Murray's gonna get that first round hype if he quits baseball. Yeah, I take Kyler Murray in the first round. It's interesting. I don't
1: know. I have to really sit down. Kyler Murray's is one of the, you know you gotta sit down. I'm
0: just bluffing a little
1: bit, but I I know, but you're just trying trying to build the hype. I get it.
0: Yeah. Um. Dan- yeah. Daniel Jones not the sexiest passer. Like he reminds me a lot of Matt Ryan. Um. He is not where Matt Ryan was. Uh, coming out of Boston College, Mm-mm. I also think Matt Ryan has a bit of an underrated arm. I agree, and Dan- I don't think Daniel Jones has that arm. But I, the the comparison comes from mechanics, um, pre snap stuff, mm-hmm. and s- kind of both of them sneaky athletic. Matt Ryan was compared to Ben Roethlisberger, by the way. I remember Mayock comparing <laughs> him to Ben
1: Roethlisberger. Wait, really? Oh, that, swear that to, one, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That one makes no sense because <laughs> uh, they're white. And they're both 6'4 uh, plus.
0: Both move a little. Sure. Uh, but, yeah. All right. couple running backs declaring, starting with Miami's running back, Travis Homer, who I think I like more than you like. From the summer, yeah. And, and I, I, again, I don't know. There's, like, a few running backs I'd be okay with taking day two. Most of the running backs, I think, are going to go, like, the fourth to sixth round. But I do think a lot of them are going to carve out roles in the NFL, Homer being one of those guys.
1: I had, yeah, I had him a day three guy.
0: Like, I think he'll probably be, uh, again, it depends how this running back class declares and whatnot, but like fourth, fifth round pick. Um, and testing is obviously going to be a big part of that. I love his quickness. I think he's got receiving plus side ability. I think, like, a rotational back, that's, again, going to be a lot of this class. Yeah. Um, but not... Super surprising that he declared, uh, or another Florida running back, um, Jordan Scarlett from the University of Florida, mm-hmm. who is gonna have some people completely in love with him. It looks like. It looks like yeah. He uh, he's a tough runner. He like runs really hard. He, yeah. Um, I like his contact balance. He's got a bit of power, even though he's not a massive guy. Um. Again I Came see him, in, Especially he's got some off-field stuff Like he's more of a late day three guy to me
1: Yeah Had a, had a hot end to the season Yeah uh, Was decent in the bowl game I'm so Like I frown upon running backs though So who knows I frown upon running backs It's
0: true I wouldn't <laughs>
1: Yeah you do Do you frown upon Alexander Madison Running no, back No that's State? the other
0: guy who declares Boise State's running back Who Who you love Runs harder than Maybe anybody in the class that's not named David Montgomery or Josh Jacobs for that matter. Uh,
1: he, he's, he's another guy that's like a career two, three running. Yeah.
0: Work. Like he'll be a, again, late day three pick gets downhill, runs really
1: hard. What do you think about like a, a, a worse Jamal Williams for Alexander Harrison? I like that. Kind of, kind of felt like it. Cause I, I wasn't super high on Jamal Williams. As but... I steal that comp. Fuck. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm typing it too. Uh, I, th- I think with with Madison, uh, he's just, you know, he's not the fastest. He doesn't have the best bursts. Yeah. Like you said, he, he runs super hard. He's He plays really mean, breaks some tackles. I think he runs a little high for how he plays, though. He does. Sometimes you know.
0: they'll hurdle people, though.
1: <laughs> it's true. I got a lot of, like, I thought a lot about that for Jamal Williams. Just, I think. He also, kind of like Jamal
0: Williams. Remember, like, a big plus with Jamal Williams coming out was the pass blocking.
1: Yeah, and I think Madison's a pretty solid, too. Yeah, guy. he's one of the... It's
0: not... Never is a great pass-blocking running back yeah. class, but he is one of the better ones. Probably one of the five best. So that's yeah. uh, another plus. Special teams will be huge for him, too. What can you add on there?
1: But... Yeah.
0: Yeah, kind of surprising that he declared, but I
1: think but there's a role for s- him. You know, that's a lot of body blows he's been taking for a while, you know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, trying to preserve his body a bit come out get a bit of a payday head on i don't mind that no
0: all right the bigger news maybe this probably the one of the three biggest declarations this week uh oklahoma receiver hollywood brown mm-hmm. has declared mm-hmm. uh it feels more and more like he's a lock to be a first-round pick i'm assuming the uh, combine will only support that yes oh
1: uh, unless he like really disappoints which i don't see happening
0: but... no he's a he flies yeah. Um, he's just because of how the NFL is today. Having a guy with that type of game-changing speed—we talked about it—he got so much better with route running yes. this season.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And he does a ton of damage after the catch, even though he's not the biggest guy—five eleven, one sixty-five. He he reminds me so much of Deshaun Jackson.
1: That's like that's pretty fair.
0: I like I think mid mid. Teens or late teens to mid twenties is kind of his. Range. I, I think yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: like both, seventeen to thirty two. thought. yeah. I can suppose yeah. it safely.
0: It, it's a uh, it's a very hefty receiver class.
1: Yeah. And his speed but but no is kind one's got the, the speed. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, no one's got his speed. That's that's. It's a like, lot of the bigger body. Wide receiver one. I have a couple of receivers right?
0: ranked over him, but it would not surprise me to see him go before them just because of the game how it's Yeah, yeah, and how the NFL is. Um, yeah. Two more receivers, uh, starting with one of my favorites in the class, North Carolina State receiver Jacoby Myers, mm-hmm. who is probably not—he's not a top fifteen receiver in the class, but he's in that next five-ish group. I think uh, he's,
1: there's a lot to like with him. I think.
0: Yeah, he's. He, he gives you big slot ability. He's really clean off the line, really smooth with his running. He he always seemed to be, when NC State needed a first down on like yep. a third and something, he was the yep. guy who was going to make the play.
1: 100%. He was Finley's security blanket.
0: Finley obviously had a ton of trust in him and Kelvin Harmon. Yep. Harmon was more so those 50-50 balls throw it up and make a play for him. Myers was the guy, like, when you clutch first down, that's where he's looking.
1: I think Jacoby Myers is kind of like – the the prototype big slot guy. Yeah, I've got like, a
0: Cooper Cup comp on him.
1: That That's cool. Um, Yeah, he's got some rack a little bit. I liked him in the fourth, fifth round. Yeah, I, the, I, I, this, I'm seeing fourth season. round probably. Yeah, I, I like him. There's a lot to like with Chico. If
0: this receiver class wasn't so deep, I could see him being like a third uh, round.
1: third round, sneaking to the third, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just so damn deep.
0: Ah. Uh, and with all of Oregon's other guys declaring, surprisingly, Dylan Mitchell has—or not declaring—surprisingly, Dylan Mitchell mm-hmm. will be back. Or God, I'm mixing it all up. Will he's going to he's going to NFL. Yeah. yeah, which he just broke the Oregon single season receiving record. Yep. His his hype will probably never be higher, so it makes sense for him to do that. Uh, long, lean, like not super long, but like six two one ninety ish. Uh, not a great athlete. Delaney's just kind
1: of—he's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, always found a, a way to get open.
1: Um, I mean, kind of up and down too, like drops and stuff. Yeah,
0: his hands aren't as consistent as you like. His route running is gonna probably be what teams are most interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I gotta do a lot more on him, especially after the season he had. But yeah, I saw someone call him Keenan Allen on Twitter.
1: Whoa, whoa a little rich whoa, for me, but whoa, I don't I don't think so. No,
0: but poor poor man's skin you know, maybe um yeah it's just such a deep receiver class i don't know like he could be i
1: yeah. like
0: i'm gonna have receivers with going two rounds later than i graded should. them just because of how the class is i think
1: yeah uh like again i need to do a lot of work on mitchell but we both watch a lot of justin herbert just Oregon games in general yeah,
0: he, he was a lot better this year than he was last year
1: mm-hmm I like I always kind of liked him, but like not as a legit NFL prospect.
0: He's just, he doesn't seem that athletic. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do much after the catch. But he does a good job of getting open.
1: Watch us really dive into the tape and fall in love with him.
0: That's why I'm trying not to say anything too harsh. <laughs> yeah. I've only done two games. Uh, okay. The tight end class keeps getting richer. Yep. Texas A&M All-American tight end Jay Sternberger has declared has a great story. 2 years at Kansas as a backup, a year at junior college and then a year at Texas A&M where he's all-American. Kansas, I don't know what y'all were doing. <laughs> Cuz like it's pretty clear on tape he's one of athletic. the best ends <laughs> in the country. He's, like, he's mean, athletic, blocks pretty well and very good after the catch, like very physical. So like I just don't understand how
1: Maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe the Juco coach uh, sent some fire into his veins. I don't know. Never maybe know. maybe
0: Kansas had this really good tight end ahead of him that no one really picked up on.
1: Yeah. Uh um,
0: But, yeah, St- Sternberger is probably going to be a top 100 pick. Has the traits to be an NFL starting tight end um, probably from day one. He sits as my third tight end right now after the Iowa boys. It's a,
1: it's a really good tight end group, though. Yeah. And um, uh, there's a little bit of everything, I think.
0: So far, my... Hawkinson hasn't declared yet. No. But one, three, four, five, six. My
1: 4, th- I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Hawkinson go back.
0: F- five of my top six tight ends have declared. Irv Smith hasn't declared yet. I'm assuming nope. most Alabama guys will after, though.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah.
0: And Albert O hasn't declared yet.
1: No. I don't know about that one.
0: I, I, I think he will just because Drew Locke's leaving.
1: I, that's why Yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, back to, back to Sternberger. Really physical after the catch. Got has nice burst to separate. Really good ball adjustment skills. Um, not the most refi- refined blocker, but he's mean about it and he gets his body in there, kind of like, um, like O.J. Howard was a really good blocking tight end coming out. A lot of that had to do with his want. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, seeing that, Stern, like, I think Sternberger can get to being one of the better blocking tight ends of starters in the league just because of how physical he is about it. Um, but, yeah, I think he's going to be a really good pro tight end. And he's my number three tight end. My number four tight end declared as well, Stanford tight end Caden Smith, who is a big ball adjustment boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like his hands a lot. He goes up and he gets he, like really good for 50-50 balls really good in traffic, decent athlete. He'll probably, like, at the start of his career, he'll be the type of guy teams are using in the red zone just to kind of throw it up to. I have a Tyler Eifert comp on him.
1: <laughs> of course. Uh, it felt like last year's group of tight ends was, like, the a lot of blocking guys. And then this year's all, like, the, the big receiving dudes.
0: Who was a blocker last year?
1: Schultz. Um, oh, in the Disney. later rounds,
0: yeah. Schultz and Disney. And and, uh, both instantly up? made an impact doing that.
1: Yeah, and um, the other one. Miami drafted him too, right?
0: Oh, Derm Smythe.
1: Smythe, yeah. Well, yeah, um, but those were
0: all the guys who were like the back end top 15 tight ends. Yeah,
1: Fumigali a bit. Yeah, I know. Then there was the the, the Goddard and Giseki at the top and Hayden Hurst, but hey. And Mark Andrews. And Mark Andrews, who wasn't at the top, but he hey, see, being...
0: he, was, he was, like, fifth for everybody, I feel like. Fourth uh, yeah,
1: fifth. he was literally number five for me.
0: I, fe- I feel like that was, like, kind of... Who else was in there?
1: Uh, my top fives, if I want to read it right now. Yeah, hey,
0: please. I don't know why it's so Pro- readily available, but...
1: Because I got it ready. Uh, Goddard, Hayden Hurst, Trey Fumagalli, who's not looking Oh, yeah, Trey, that too. Uh, Geseki. Mark Andrews, Ian Thomas, Jeremy Smythe, Conklin,
0: Chris. Herndon. Ian Thomas is Chris Herndon
1: and Ian Thomas are Ian Thomas is my like lower guy, but I could see we, him we both, I really, really liked him.
0: We both really liked him, we just didn't think he, he would like it would take a bit. Yeah, and His then Schultz number ten was my Shaltz top. Schultz is gonna be a blocking title in the NFL for a decade.
1: Yeah. Uh I was way too low on Chris Herndon, but hey.
0: <sighs> we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Something.
1: On our but, other podcast, maybe. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. He's Jared Cook. Uh,
0: also, Michigan tight end Zach Gentry declares.
1: Which we don't know if he's a senior. <laughs>
0: hey, they're saying he declares. But he's, he's a junior, I guess. Um, he is massive. Is yeah. he's six seven or six eight. I don't love Dude. him. Some people love him.
1: I I think the timing was kind of wrong because he hasn't looked too sharp to end the year. But also uh, in the bowl game, they, they were they were using Eubanks more. Uh, there's Sean McCune behind him too, so they got some guys behind him. Maybe it was just like, I don't Get know. But I would have loved to see him really become like a, you know, a really strong tight end go to guy because he'll he'll be when weird. you're when you're six seven and a half two sixty like
0: he'll be weird because he's so big, but he's not that he's not a very good blocker. No, he's, he's
1: if 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 anyone doesn't know, he came to Michigan as a quarterback.
0: Yeah, he he's got some nice athleticism considering how big he is. Mm-hmm he's more of a uh, especially in this tight end class probably a late day three guy yeah 100 percent agree Tasting but he's speed.
1: interesting yes and he's interesting
0: yeah well, sizes I hope he actually comes in at 6 eight
1: that would tear my crank
0: okay uh, a pair of <laughs> good a pair of first round potential first round tackles also declared uh Oklahoma right tackle Cody Ford Lots of love at the end of the
1: season. Yes, Mm -hmm. massive,
0: mean, really clean footwork for a man of his size. Malls plays through the whistle. I, I think he'll be most most people's top three tackles. Uh, A lock to be a top four tackle at least. I think the the conversation is really like Jonah Williams is number one, no questions asked. Then it's Mm going to be like four. Uh, also declaring Wisconsin's David Edwards, Yep. West Virginia's Yodney Kajust. Yep, and I think that's kind of after Jonah Williams, those three are in the next tier. Yep, um, I know some people love Dalton Reisner. I kind of think he's more of an inside guy though.
1: Yeah, we talked I, about this before.
0: We'll, we'll find out at the Senior Bowl with him though, and then Greg Little will probably go in the first round because he's big and athletic.
1: Yeah, uh, but yeah, David I, Edwards is fun too. Are they, you who moving you, 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 Edwards? You still doing Cody Ford?
0: Oh, uh, hop on over to Edwards.
1: We both Edwards, loved him in the summer. Like. Proto
0: prototypical tackle like Ford's a little shorter and much mm-hmm. wider. Edwards like, Eb- Edwards looks like the former quarterback. He is almost he's six six, a lean three fifteen. Um, you can see the athleticism. He's raw, but he's like a lot of potential there. Yeah, works well to the second level. He's a really good athlete. Um, he's his. Him and Ford, for that matter, the questions come with their bend. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, Edwards has, I, I thought in the summer at least Edwards had some Lane Johnson to him.
1: No, that's, I mean the the, the way he looks and his backstory obviously easily draws comparisons to Lane Johnson, but it's pretty true. Uh, I haven't done the stuff on him this year, but I felt like he he needed to just get stronger. Yeah, and I, I felt like he, sometimes he just got in the way more than he really blocked dudes. Definitely great athlete though. I, I thought he was like a first round pick. Though. I liked I, him a lot. I think he'll, he'll test quite well. Which yeah, one? well, he, he's yeah for sure.
0: Um. Also, declaring two two interior offensive linemen surprised me that they declared Penn State's Connor McGovern, mm-hmm. who I'm not at least in the summer I was not a big fan of. Um. Okay. I I don't think he's a great athlete. I don't mm-hmm. think he's overly uh, strong or mean. I thought he was messy and pass, bro. I think you liked him a little more than me. but
1: I think I did, yeah. Uh,
0: I was surprised he declared.
1: Yeah, and me too. He just seems like a guy that's not coming out early. I don't know.
0: The more surprising one, but I like him more, Venzel Bulwer, who I quickly found out he wasn't even a full-time starter at the U. Okay. When I dove into the tape just before this pod. Uh, He started six games this year after transferring from Tennessee. And then in those games, he was rotated in and out. Okay. I think that's just what they did with their left guard. I don't Like, I didn't know what was happening. Classic. There's no way he just kept getting injured. uh, Yeah. There was someone
1: like that last year. Clemson did that last year.
0: Yes, yes, Yeah. I got really confused doing that, too. Yeah. But yeah, I'm surprised Bull were declared because of all that. 'Cause there, there were some things to like I, I thought not a great athlete and um, not like very messy and pass bro, but mean, played through the whistle, got was pretty involved with his hands as a, a run blocker. Got like, I, I came away thinking like I have no idea why you declared because if you could start all year next year at the U, like you might actually get drafted. I don't think you'll get drafted
1: though. It was uh Taylor Hearn, right, last year? Yeah. Yeah.
0: My boy. <laughs> Um, Central Florida had Tristan Hill declare uh, Interior defensive lineman Who does not have tape He had a decent year 36 tackles, 10.5 TFLs, 3 sacks I don't know much about him I surprised and declared, But there's always going to be guys that surprise you when they declare Like mm-hmm. Bullware at the U um,
1: But yeah no, The, the big, next one's not surprising anyone Yeah, Yeah,
0: Florida edge rusher Ja'Kai Poulet has declared Potential top 10 pick Mhm. freaky athlete off the edge gonna be i think he's a double-digit guy in the nfl has the bent, the elite bend really fast and explosive off the edge um uses his hands pretty damn well uh for a guy who you'd expect to win with just speed i've talked about his long arm move before um also has a big motor it dep- yeah. it, it, he'll be drafted Early for his pass rush ability, the questions come mm-hmm. with his ability to defend the run. He's like consistently kind of loses contain on the edge. He's only six two two forty two. Like, so it'll kind of just be dependent on how teams view that. Yeah, but he's a stud in my opinion. I think he's in my top ten players. I think that's very fair. Um, also declaring Penn State edge rusher Sharif Miller. Who's a big long edge rusher? Who I liked a fair bit before the year. Um yeah.
1: a little surprising. Yeah, because
0: I, I don't think he had as great a year as I, he didn't have as great a year as I was hoping. Yeah. Uh big big motor. Um pl- plays with good leverage, pretty decent against the run. Six five, two sixty. Uh like he'll be he'll be like a fourth round pick, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, also, declaring Florida linebacker Voshan Joseph, who's one of my favorite players in the draft,
1: had a good bowl game.
0: He's gonna be an interest. He currently sits as my third-rated linebacker, but he's only six foot two, twenty-five, and he could be smaller. Super freaky athlete as a linebacker, and maybe the most aggressive linebacker in the draft. Um, Which is
1: like, if you're undersized, that's exactly what you want. Right? Yeah,
0: huge motor. But lacks instincts, over-aggressive as a tackler at times, so he'll miss tackles. Mm -hmm. Um, And because of his size, he struggles to get up blocks at times. Like, there'll be games where you'll you'll look and be like, this dude's a first-round pick, and then there'll be games to be like, he's uh, like a late-day three pick. Like, not consistent, and that has a lot to do with his size. He wins a lot with athleticism. He reminds me of Deion Jones coming out, who I wasn't high enough on because of the downsides. Yeah. And obviously Deion Jones has been great when he's on the field. Yes. But no, I think Voshan Joseph will end up a day two pick. Um also declaring West Virginia linebacker David Long, who's also going to the senior bowl. Um he's another undersized guy, but explosive. Uh, like he's 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 probably gonna be one of those classic special teams linebackers I love to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um one of the linebackers that some people are super high on, who declared Joe Giles Harris from Duke. Yeah, I need to see more on him, but I think he's a really technically sound linebacker. Six one two thirty, pretty good athlete. Um, like I think he'll he'll be able to start as an off ball linebacker in the NFL. I think some people think he could be a first round pick. I'm not. Oh, I'm more of a late day three, early <laughs> day four. Does that make yeah, that makes sense.
1: Wait. Late day three, early day four. Sorry, late third, early fourth. Oh, okay. I was going to say, the first one to get the call for EDFA. Um, oh, well, Daniel Jones and Joe Giles Harris are so good. Why were they dogs to Temple, Rob? No idea. And why'd they only win by 30?
0: <laughs> also declaring Texas A&M linebacker Tyrell Dodson. I am not, like, I don't think he'll get drafted from what i had a down,
1: down year this year, too, right? Um,
0: he had a big pick six in their bowl game, though.
1: Uh, that's, but that's that's what gets you drafted, baby. Some
0: some people, I think people like him because he's big and he's got some athleticism. But I don't know, I, I I haven't seen anything that really impresses me. On the other hand, my new favorite player, Uh-oh. UTSa linebacker Josiah Taoifa, who I watched just before recording, six two two forty five. He might All be right. the best pass rushing off ball linebacker in this class interesting and I noticed he, he uh, originally went to UTSA as an edge so it kind of makes sense um, plays really hard really good coming forward not the greatest athlete lateral movement not great instincts not great but I liked his pass ability and his motor and his aggressiveness like he by no means do I think he's like a super high pick or anything I just I can't wait there's some things to like with him um, and on into the DBs now one of the b- bigger risers as the senior or as the season went on. Mm-hmm. JoJuan Williams from Vandy, the corner, who is somewhere between six two and six three.
1: Big aggressive
0: press corner. Got I a watched, second
1: round grade from the advisory committee. And
0: that for, I watched the, I watched some tape and that's where I have him. I think he's a second round uh like mid second round type of corner. Interesting. I have him three, four, five I think he, yeah, he's my sixth-rated corner now. He reminds me a lot of Akeeb Talib. Ooh, yeah, him and him against Ole Miss, him versus Marcus Lodge is one of the funnest battles I've watched. I watched both sides of the battle. It was very fun. Um, he's a classic press man corner though. Really good footwork. Interesting. Big fan. Uh, also Michigan corner David Long, who we talked about his running mate returning to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Him going pro, um, a little bigger than Levert Hill. Yep. Uh, I I I th- I like his press ability too.
1: It, that's what they did it a lot with. Both yeah. Them, right.
0: Even though neither's like a massive guy, they're both more technically sound at it. You know what I mean? That like makes yep. up for maybe not being the biggest guy, but yeah, I I like his press ability a lot. I think a lot of his stock will be dependent on his athletic testing, mm-hmm. but I like. I think they're starting corner traits with him. It's it's kind of quietly a very deep corner class. No, it is. Yeah, for I, sure. I don't know. It feels like that's not brought up a lot, and even with like guys like Hill and Bryce Hall and Lavonte Taylor returning, there's still a lot of dudes tier. Um, also declaring Jamil Dean, the Auburn corner, who's a big. Dude, he's like um, Carlton Davis's size from last year. 6'1", 215, that's massive for a corner. I did not like him in the summer. I thought he was sloppy and lacked athleticism. I haven't seen tape from this season, but what I saw in game, he looks a lot better, um, a lot more technically sound as a press man dude. I like the other corner, Javiers Davis, more for his athletic upside. But Dean, Dean, because of his size and physicality, I won't, wouldn't be surprised to see him be a day three guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, also, Clifton Duck of Appalachian State.
1: Who Long time one of my boys. 5'10,
0: <laughs> 180, not the biggest dude.
1: Big time production, though.
0: Not not super great in press, um, but two things stand out with him his ball skills are sick. Yeah. Uh, and his zone coverage ability is really, really good. Uh, he's really clean, his instincts are strong. Generally makes the right read. I like Clifton Duck as a zone corner at the next level. Like you, remember, I have a Brent Grimes comp. on It's like a pretty good comp for him.
1: That's a pick comp, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, keep an eye on him. I was How kind you- of
0: surprised he declared though.
1: Yeah, I mean, me too. But
0: uh, and then two two physical safeties: Fresno State's Mike Bell, who's like six three two ten ish, really good around the line of scrimmage. A guy whose athletic testing going to be huge for him. And Taylor Rapp, who currently mm-hmm. sits as my number two safety, my number one strong safety. Um, he, he doesn't... He's not going to blow anyone away. He's just really smart and really great around the line of scrimmage. Really great instincts. Really clean tackler. High motor guy. Like, I have an Antoine Bethea comp on him. I have a couple <laughs> weird comps. But. That's, that's interesting. But, yeah, and, like, I like what he can do as a man up on tight ends using his size um, again dude whose athletic testing is going to be huge for him uh, but you felt him his him not being in the game in the Rose Bowl for Washington yep, for sure wow AJ bowl season might almost be over but maybe you like to gamble still because the NFL playoffs <laughs> the are around you're a degenerate And Christmas is over and you you need that extra scratch to pay for all those presents you bought your children. I do. Uh, So you can bet on sports and games at MyBookie. They're my go-to bookie when I'm feeling a little frisky and want to cash in. Even better, right now, MyBookie, they'll give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. Just go to MyBookie and use the promo code HEAVEN25. There's no season like Bull's season's last game in NFL playoffs, baby. MyBookie. Okay. Okay. Uh, just a couple of quick notes on the Senior Bowl. We I mentioned earlier, West Virginia linebacker David Long is going to be attending. Yep, uh, good good place for a guy with his athleticism to go. More importantly, though, the Senior Bowl coaching staffs have been announced. That's um, uh, the San
1: Francisco Bay down in Mobile.
0: Yeah, John Gruden in the Oakland Raiders versus Kyle Shanahan in the San Francisco Forty ers Really <laughs> That's fun a- contrasting pair. Yeah,
1: it's it's gonna be entertaining. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. I'm very
0: excited. Uh, I hope Shannon
1: gets the good quarterbacks.
0: Um, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, John Gruden's the quarterback guru.
0: Yeah, so he should be able to work with the lesser quarterbacks and make them greater. <laughs> Shanahan can't do the work Gruden could do. Um, no, it should be really fun to see what kind of offense Shannon brings out with uh, the, the team. And
1: They usually do play really conservatively, but yeah. yeah
0: uh, Shannon seems like the type of guy who. He won't? Yeah. John Gruden's going to be running the ball out of eye formation.
1: Those, those fullbacks are going to get
0: worked. Okay, if Drew Locke ends up on John Gruden's staff, I'm so ready for John Gruden to talk up Drew Locke all year. And then them to draft him. Where they yeah, pick probably. fourth. Fourth overall, they take Drew
1: Locke. <laughs> Drew. Drew Locke's literally Derek Carr. Derek so Carr is yeah. hilarious. <laughs> um, no, I'm not I don't think Mayock's going to like Drew Locke that much, though. But he might.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't matter. John Gruden has final set. <laughs> Yeah, it
1: doesn't. But hey.
0: Mayock seems like he'll, like, like, outside of the guys who go for... Like, he seems like he'd be a Brett-ripping guy.
1: Yeah, he might be. Daniel Jones, probably. Yeah, so we'll see.
0: Um, yeah, but I don't think John Gruden's a good head coach, but I'm sure I'm excited that he's going to be in Mobile. Yeah, I
1: totally agree. It's yeah. enter- He's an entertaining head coach. Yeah. Maybe the most entertaining head coach.
0: Also, Paul Gunther's not a bad DC, so that's okay. Not sure, um
1: the 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 niner staff is cool to have there, yeah though, for sure definitely, uh, and
0: a couple of outstanding invites th- who have not accepted yet, but we know are outstanding. I just threw down why is Bryce love not accepting the senior Bowl? I don't know, man, it's, Bryce
1: Love seems like he's doing a lot of weird stuff right now, like graduating like a uh, little nerd, um
0: yeah, I don't know, he should definitely go to the senior bowl, uh Damien Harris
1: also hasn't accepted, could just because uh, they're still playing football,
0: yeah. Stanford doesn't know much about that.
1: Bam. He played like two days ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Ohio State receiver Paris Campbell. He should go.
1: Yeah, that would be big for him. Because we all that. know
0: what kind of freak athlete he is, but it's yeah. the he needs to refine his stuff. Mm-hmm, also, mm-hmm. if John Gruden sees him, he's taking him. <laughs> Al Davis will possess him. <laughs> uh, also, two potential first-round defensive tackles, Christian Wilkins
1: and Jerry Tillery. They'd be lots of fun to see there. Uh do they need it? Probably not, but it would be really fun.
0: Yeah, I really want Tillery there. Um, me, too. me no, too. I mean I would really want Wilkins there too. No, uh, no, but again, if I had to
1: choose, I'd rather have Tillery. Yeah, me, me too.
0: Uh Cole and Farrell also hasn't
1: again well, hopefully him and need
0: Will, it. hopefully him and Wilkins do go after they win the natty.
1: <laughs> Retweet. Uh, <laughs>
0: And then Jaquan Johnson, the Miami senior safety, who I think yep. definitely should go because yes. mm-hmm. he did not have the year he was kind of supposed to have to take that mm-hmm. step forward. Mm-hmm. And the senior safety group we've talked about, not that great. Yep. And if he doesn't go and guys like Nasir Adderley are there, they're just going to separate in one Thornhill, they're going to separate from him.
1: Yep, right. I totally agree. He, he should really accept that.
0: If, if he doesn't go, he's just going gonna to be in like a day three pick if he doesn't go and ball out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, finally. National championship games Monday eight pm at Levi Stadium, Santa Clara. Oh. Number two Clemson versus number Terrible. one Alabama.
1: Terrible place to have it, but agree.
0: Alabama six and a half point favorites.
1: Right, right now they're sitting between five and a half and six and a half. But right now I'm my bucky minus six and a half. So if you uh if you like Clemson in this game, hurry on over.
0: Who are you taking?
1: I think uh, I think Alabama's too too good. They're too good, man. Yeah, I think Alabama's too good as well. Um uh, there's there's a lot on uh, Trevor Lawrence's shoulders. And that opposite line shoulders and also just too much.
0: Tra- Trevor Lawrence will be the number 1 pick in 2021.
1: Right now, yeah.
0: I mean, he's one of the most gifted quarterbacks I think we've ever seen.
1: Well, you said that about Jake Fromm last year and look did, at did I? <laughs> Oops. Oh, I didn't
0: shut.
1: No, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, I know. I probably said about Tua last year after that game though. Yeah, but two looks good. Like be- oh no, I was right. <laughs> yeah, I mean like it's not like he's really hurt his stock at all. Um, sure. <laughs> right
0: what are you most looking forward to for this game?
1: Clemson winning, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, me neither.
0: I'm excited to see Jonah Williams versus Farrell. That's yeah. Or uh Pierce Becker versus Wilkins. Peter yeah, you know what, Tra- this is a big game for Trayvon Mullen, the Clemson corner, who's yeah. got mm-hmm. some big hype, and um, it, I mean, if Jerry Judy toasts him, that's not going to help, but
1: that'd be a lot of fun to see. I
0: don't know, There's this is... There's a, cool.
1: like, a, a lot of good matchups. A lot Clemson's of Clemson's under-
0: boys are underclassmen, a lot of Alabama's boys are underclassmen. Yes, that, that
1: yeah. yeah. Um, I'm ready to watch Mitch Hyatt get cooked. But the Alabama D-line. Uh, it, it, like, honestly, like, yeah. It's going to be interesting. This is, like, even... I know it's obviously the national championship game, but this is going to say a lot about the shape of, of uh, college football, the landscape of it, just going forward the next couple years, too. What, if Clemson can't compete? Yeah, if they can, or if they can. Or how good Trevor Lawrence is against this Bama team. Yeah, no, that would be a lot of fun. Um, I, I think it's a yeah. I, I'm kind of mo- honestly. I know it's this is an NFL draft pos- pro- prospect podcast, but kind of uh, Trevor Lawrence against that defense is number one, and yeah. Quentin Williams just keeping with wrecking shit. Yeah. Uh, how about how about keeping an eye on Raekwon Davis? See if he can uh, have a big game. Yeah, this would
0: be a nice time for him to kind of have his game. Yeah, because obviously, Corwin Williams has his game basically every week. Every every week, yeah. And Isaiah bugs. I mean, he's had a handful of games where he's been just wrecking stuff. He has, yeah. Raekwon Davis is more in spurts. I'd like to see him do it for a whole game. This would be definitely the stage. The right time to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also, Uh, also, I want
0: to see what Etienne can do against this defense.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, stop putting things in Levi Stadium, please. Yeah, agreed. All right. That's you picked do- Bama, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, I think, I think Bama's just too... Oh, wait, over dang, under 59 yeah. and a half. Under. Wait, under. Okay. Uh, same. Yeah. Okay. So just barely, though. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. Me too, I totally
0: agree. Uh, okay, that'll do it for this episode of 7 Rounds in Heaven. You can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at RobPaulNFL. Um, you can follow Armchair at Americans and at Armchair NFL. Uh, go to ArmchairAllAmericans.com. I'm, uh, I, I, I might write about the how Justin Herbert affects the QB class by uh, return to Oregon. That's cool. So, yeah. And uh, stay tuned for East-West Shrine game, NFL PA Bowl, and Senior Bowl guides. So get excited. AJ, say, oh. say the final line. Oh, I forget it. <laughs> it's like step off my mound or something.
1: I'll I'll listen to it from last week, and I'll come back and do it, okay? Okay. But for
0: now, get off my mound.
1: Get off my (laughs) mound!